This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Welcome. This is Best Bets for Pets with Michelle Fern, and this is part two of the Global Pet Expo, I guess, uh, roundtable. I'm with Laura Amy, and she has Ralph the Mini Cockapoo, and Lauren, and her fur baby is Nelson the Pup. Ladies, can you just quickly give out your Instagram, I guess, names or handles, or you guys know more what they're called, and so that people can see some of these great items we're talking about because I know that Nelson and Ralph are, you know, fashionably showing them off and they're so adorable. So Lauren, how can people find you? Sure. We're Nelson dot the dot pup on Instagram. So Nelson the pup, uh, you can find us there. Okay. And Laura, Amy, how would people find you? Yeah. So they can follow Ralph's adventures at his Instagram handle of Ralph, R-A-L-P-H, the mini, M-I-N-I, cockapoo, C-O-C-K-A-P-O-O, Ralph the mini cockapoo. And then they can also, if they want to learn more about um, myself or Lauren, they can follow us at poffickdogsblog.com as well. Okay, great. Now, where this is part two, and for everyone out there that didn't listen to part one, you're missing out. So listen to part one, even if it's after (laughs) part two, because part one was a lot of fun. And um, just to bring everyone who didn't listen to part one up to speed, (laughs) Lauren and Loremi, this was their first time at the Global Pet Expo with their fur kids. And they had so many exciting things to see that we just couldn't fit it all in one show so we're gonna go on to this is our part two and this was a huge show anyways we could probably do part 99 you know there, there's so <laughs> yeah. much there's so yes. much but so it's it's um I think your pubs did great because it's so overwhelming anyway Lauren you saw some great toys for Nelson puzzle toys because he's into that tell us what you found Yes. So puzzle toys are a big part of our day here. I run, you know, Nelson's doggy daycare on the side. I work from home (laughs) and it's not, not a real thing, but I have him all day with me. So it's in my best interest to keep Nelson busy when he's not sleeping all day because, um, then he'll just want to play with me and be in my face and I can't get any work done. So we have a lot of puzzle (laughs) toys, a lot of Kongs, a lot of chew toys, a lot of things to keep him busy. And one of our favorite puzzle toys that we own, and I just bought on my own, is the Nina Otteson puzzle toys. They have great different levels of puzzle toys. So when we first got introduced to this world of puzzle toys, I first gave it to Nelson and then we put a few treats in it and he didn't know what to do with it. And I just thought, oh, he's dumb. He doesn't know what to do with these things. Puzzle toys are for him. But it's not the case. It wasn't the case. He just needed a little time to figure it out. And he He's got so much smarter. Okay, wait. I want you to share this because for. I'm impatient when it comes to puzzle toys. So yeah. basically, once you hide the treats and everything, you just, what do you do? Just give them some time to find it or help them a little? Yeah. Or? Let them help them. Definitely. That uncover some things, cover it back up. Let them see that there's treats inside. Let them sniff around. I mean, they definitely know that treats are inside there. So. 
when I first was starting it, I put treats in every single different opening. You put them everywhere and you maybe put them on top. You just really, maybe you put some peanut butter on it. Like we talked about in the last episode and then you get them just really interested in it. And Loremi can talk about this too, because Ralph is a little more advanced actually than Nelson is in the puzzle toy world. He's a little bit of a wizard, but um, <laughs> we were just really excited to see Nita Otteson and her display there at Global Pet Expo because we were able to see kind of what's coming up next. And she has a ton of different levels and, and different puzzle toys. I think she has like, I want to say 60 and it's a random number I'm throwing out there, but she has a lot of different puzzle toys. And there's so many varying degrees of difficulty. So yeah. you don't have, you know, don't start off with, you know, level four or five, you know, difficulty. You want you want to help your dog be successful. You want to you want it to be a fun experience for them. You don't want them to get so frustrated that they don't want to interact with the toy anymore. So like Lauren said, you can help them while they're doing the puzzle, but you want to see them be successful. With Ralph, we put what I like to call high value treats when we do our puzzle toys in like the little pockets or things like that. And that way he's super, super motivated to sniff and interact with the toy and to try to solve it. So don't use just like your, you know, your typical everyday treats that you're using. Like Ralph loves cheese. Like that's, that's his favorite thing. He will do any command, sit, stay, roll over, you know, jump, dance, anything for cheese. So he absolutely (laughs) loves it. So when we play, you know, we'll break it up into smaller pieces, but we'll use the the cheese uh, as our high value reward when we do the puzzle toys. He loves it. I love how you describe that with high value treats, because sometimes, you know, I'll hear a trainer say, well, we just use kibble or this. And I thought, oh, that's well, that would never fly with my dogs. Never, never, <laughs> never. So I like that you put, yeah. you know, high value treats. That's a great thing, especially when you have impatient pet parents like me that expect my dog to figure it out or why is my dog bored from not getting it right away you know so that's those are some great tips ladies thank you that's really good sometimes people instead of doing a slow feeder for their dog they'll actually put their kibble or their meal in a puzzle toy and let Mm. them solve it over 30 minutes once once they get the toy and they get what it's about then I have friends who solely feed their dogs in these puzzle toys. So it, it really just engages their mind. And, you know, instead of a slow feeder, if, if they're gulpers, then it gets them to oh, slow yeah. down and work for it. I've so heard about that before. For that and too. even for yeah. cats too, because cats tend to gulp too fast and it's really bad for their digestive system. And yeah. they're hunters by nature. They're not, you know, mm-hmm. they're... I had to learn this because I grew up with dogs. They're not like dogs. And so some I spoke to someone, I don't remember who it was, but she had something where you hid the food in these puzzle toys around your house throughout the day. And your cat was supposed to find it. They hunt. That's great. Yeah. That is cool. That's great. Yeah. So at the at the expo, we went to the Nita Addison booth and we saw some of the puzzle toys that Nelson knows and loves. And then we saw some new ones. And the, the highlight was that we got to meet Nita Addison and Nelson got to do his favorite puzzle toy with her. So it was just a lot of fun just to see her get excited. And, you know, he had no clue, but he loved the to- he loved the treats and he loved the toy. And it was something 
really familiar for him that he does every day at home. So it was a great little break for him. And it was a nice little surprise for me. So it was a lot of fun. I'm sure, I'm sure she loves seeing, you know, pups enjoy her designs and, and, you know, and, and utilize them. And it really helps to keep them mentally fit. You know, you want to strengthen their mind as well. And I think for Ralph, it has, it's had a positive effect on his behavior doing puzzle toys. It's something that's a part of our daily routine. So he knows, you know, unfortunately, I've got a full time day job. (laughs) So being a stay at home dog mom would be uh, the dream for me. But he knows, you know, mom gets home from work, and we do a puzzle toy like that's, that's his thing that he looks forward to, I think, at the end of the day. And I've heard, just to wrap up, I've heard that it's good for older dogs, too, because it helps keep their mind more, you know, stimulated, you know, versus just sleeping and, you know, because they get a little lethargic and all that. Okay. So, Laura and me, you found also some great, these I'm not used to, so you guys are more used to this. I've never used one pet strollers so <laughs> yes but they also have a lot of carriers and different types of things for dogs and cats that are really cool i don't even know how to yeah. pronounce what ibiyaya mm-hmm. so this brand that i got introduced to at the expo ibiyaya is um, an international brand but i was really really impressed and they consider themselves to be the one of the pioneers in in pet carriers and uh strollers They were started in 2002, and so Ibi is the name, so I-B-I is the name of the founder's dog, and so that's the inspiration kind of behind their name, but she, you know, lived in, in a city, and she just couldn't find anything to help her travel, carry her dog around with her, and that's kind of the inspiration she started, you know, Ibiyaya in her small garage. So I love kind of her origin story and to see where they are today. All of their like carriers and strollers are available in the they're available in the US, Europe, Brazil, China, Japan, you know, Korea, all kinds of markets. So it was just really neat to to learn about them, learn about their origin story. Uh, but I think they're, I love the design of their uh, carriers and strollers. So I actually fly and travel a lot with Ralph. And I came home from the expo with one of their strollers. Uh, She generously gave to us to utilize and to just help us in and make traveling easy for us in our everyday lives. And so the stroller that we got is really, really cool. It reminds me almost of the the bicycle carrier that people use for their kids. That was and so cool. It's like it's right? like one of the things that you attach in the back of the bike, right? It's just yeah. It, so as a as a little aside, if I can interject, we the two of us were not pet stroller people before the pet expo, but we thought of it as before we were going, we have smaller dogs. And, you know, as I said before, Nelson gets a little anxiety. So it would be great to contain him. So I broke down and I got a dog stroller for my dog. But I must say the two of us after the pet expo are converts on the dog stroller totally. life. Explain to me because I'm not Great. a dog stroller person. So yeah. I know that they can only walk so much and it helps socialize them. And I understand containment. Is that yeah. about the it gist of it? Safe, yeah. but it gives them a safe not so space. Much, exactly. For, 
for yeah. me, it was really giving him a safe space, especially in a big place like an expo. And as an alternative of him walking, he would have gotten tired walking through that whole expo. I would have had to carry him. So it was a great alternative for me to be able to push him and give him downtime because he sleeps most of the day. So he's not used mm-hmm. to going from 8 a.m. until 8 p.m. walking. So that would be too much on him. Yeah, the expos were were really long days for, for our pups. But I mean, I have utilized the stroller several times since coming home from Orlando. We actually do agility competitions with Ralph as well. And so I it completely transformed how we handle competitions. I am not a big fan of crates and we've never really created Ralph that that hasn't been a part of our, you know, routines with Ralph. And I know that, you know, crates definitely serve a, a purpose and they can provide a safe like den for your dogs. But when you're traveling to different competitions, Ralph always likes to to come with me. At competitions, a lot of people will have their like crates and area set up and they'll and they'll leave their dog in their crate and their dog can have some downtime and nap and rest in the crates. But that would make Ralph super, super nervous. So it was awesome to have the stroller because he had this safe space, you know, when we put his blanket in there, made it really nice and cozy for him. And, but he could come around and he was always with us and it made it so much easier to just get from, from point A to point B. And I was really, really impressed with all of the different designs, but, but this one in particular was so sleek and it had, it has like the the most quiet wheels as well, which I really appreciated. I guess you don't ever think about that. I had a wagon with me at the expo and it was so squeaky or rattly, you know? So um, I was really impressed with the Ibiaya strollers and, um, and their carriers as well. It was like a Cadillac of dog strollers. I had dog stroller envy. (laughs) I had envy of her dog stroller when she came around the corner (laughs) because I definitely got, you know, the first level one dipping my toes in the dog stroller world. And I I did not spend a lot on mine, but um, it was very cool. Just the ease of pushing it around and even just Mm -hmm. the colors and it looked really sporty and it looked like a cool baby stroller. Okay, so I'll have to have Ibi Yaya send you one so they can, <laughs> then you can ch- yeah. try it out. And, yes. You know? <laughs> I just wanted to say that for those big dog owners out there, they haven't forgotten about about these, these big dogs. They have a heavy duty, they have a couple of different like heavy duty Hercules pet strollers that can hold up to 110 pound wow. um, for kids. So um, they've thought about yeah, the big for kids as well. Like Lauren said, when you're when you're gone or when you're traveling, even the big for kids need a place to like lay down and put their feet up. So it's a great idea. And for the big fur kids that just are, you know, there's a lot of senior fur babies that yeah, very hips, true. dysplasia and all this other things that they just cannot handle walking that far and all of that. Yeah. So that's a great idea that they thought not just about this small dog and and uh, toy and miniature breeds, but also on the other end as well. Okay, mm-hmm. Lauren, you had the chance to do a taste test at Bear and the Rat. And I'm wondering, I think I know what the names of them, what they, the name stands for. Maybe you know or found out. So how was the frozen goat milk yogurt that Nelson tried? Oh, it's awesome. So we knew of this product before heading into there, but they, and I think they had a, a new flavor that they had at the expo, but it's just a great product. It's made of frozen goat milk, which is a great part of 
Nelson's diet. I feed him raw and goat milk is just a great supplement to the raw program and really any any dog. Any it's it just has a lot of nutrients and it's a great daily supplement with the prebiotics that it has in it and and it's just a treat for them because it's frozen and it's fun for the owners too because when we went by there they actually had ice cream for the humans and they had the frozen yogurt for the pups so we had a little ice cream mm-hmm. sundae party which is a lot of fun and Ralph and Loremi were there too and it's just fun to have a little frozen snack enjoyment with your dog it's just you know you have ice cream they have their ice cream and you just hang out so not only is it really healthy for them but it's it's i think it's just fun for the humans too especially as we warm up their frozen yogurt is such a great treat in the summertime it's so refreshing and it's just a great way to help keep your pup cool too everyone will be right back right after this break sit stay we'll be right back right after we kibble a little with our sponsors Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Dynavite is nutrition. Pick up two bottles of Lico Chops. Get the third bottle free. New improved Lico Chops with omega-3, omega-6, vitamin E. And now, six extra direct-fed microbials. Even better for the digestive tract and immune system. Try Lico Chops. Buy two, get one free. At Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, welcome back, everyone. We're talking with Loremi and Lauren about the fabulous finds that we found at the Global Pet Expo. All right, so Laurie, me, and Lauren, this is the first time you were at Global Pet Expo, and I'm trying to imagine way back what it was like when I went my first year, and it was just overwhelming, and it was smaller than, this is larger than, like, it's ever been. So I guess, um, Laurie, me, if you want to go first, what was this show like for you? Just like a real quick synopsis of the whole thing. Sure. So in and of itself, it was just really eye-opening. We've had Ralph for two years, but like I said, just the the breadth and the variety of products in the pet industry, I really had no idea that some of these products were even out there. So that was really neat to see. And it was fun to see these, you know, kind of what's on the brink, what's the newest and latest that's coming out. And we would love to go back. We had such an awesome experience. Okay. What about for you, Lauren? Exactly the same. I mean, it was first getting there. It was a little overwhelming. We came in on the skywalk and you kind of see, I think someone told me it was like 60 football fields of just all of these vendors and you get a little overwhelmed. You're like, where do I start? But um, we did work our way throughout the whole expo over the three days. And it was just so cool to see the innovative products and the innovations that have come through that were new to market this year. And also, you know, I'm really interested in pet fashion and just seeing all of the new styles and getting a sneak peek. It was just really, really cool to see where things are heading and um, to be able to talk to these great business owners and innovators and also the press like you and, and make so many connections within the industry. It was really awesome. 
it's one thing I think to have a virtual platform like Instagram where you're connecting with people online all day. And it's another thing to actually meet them in the flesh and have them meet your dog and put a face mm-hmm. to a name. So it's just kind of invaluable that in-person aspect of just kind of taking it all in. It was a lot of fun. I'm a little biased, but I definitely think our pups are so much cuter in person. So, (laughs) (laughs) Well, I met them in person first before I saw their Instagram because, you know, I'm in the dark ages. I'm kind of new to Instagram, sort of. So I think they're both adorable, not to mention how wonderful their moms are, their pet parents. So it was so wonderful to meet both of you. Thank you so much for coming on Best Buds for Pets and doing two shows about how wonderful you know all their all your wonderful findings over at the global pet expo it's been wonderful having you on thank Thank you you so so much much, michelle i want to thank laura amy and ralph the mini cockapoo and lauren and nelson the pup for coming on best buds for pets and sharing their experience at global pet expo thanks to my crew nikki mr z dennis charlotte molly sammy and jethro for inspiring me to go find new products for them to try out and thanks to my producer mark winter for making me and my guests sound wonderful now keep listening we have so many more great cool interesting shows coming up let's talk pets every week on demand only on petlightradio.com